everybody and welcome back to another episode of the i'll be back podcast uh i'm recording this on a late wednesday night uh i'm sipping on a little bit of irish whiskey i don't know if you guys can tell from my voice but i don't know i've had like a stuffy nose all day so i figured this will clear it all up uh you know why take medicine when you could just have a quick shot um so no guests this week. I thought about, there's a couple that I have in the works and I debated calling them, seeing if they could do this week. And then my schedule didn't work out. Cause like I said, I'm recording this later. Um, and I was kind of excited to do a solo show anyway, kind of recap. Uh, I did the double header on Saturday, uh, football game at noon. And then they played USC at the Leah Core Center at, at seven o'clock at night. And it was a fun day. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, just went 0-2. Uh, you know, some positives in the basketball game. Uh, but we'll start with football, where the negatives just keep coming. Uh, just a bad game again. I mean, the defense actually played well, given the circumstances. It easily probably could have been 21 nothing in the first quarter. But the defense really kept them in that game for much of the first half. And then, you know, there's just only so much that they can do. Um, the offense just still looks pitiful. That's kind of the only word I can use. No Dewan Mathis again. Justin Lynch. I hope we're not just completely destroying his confidence like this early in the kid's career. He just he's a freshman. The more I look at him, he runs decently well in situations, but he just I mean, I'm six two and I gotta be three to four just taller than him, and I can tell that from him being on the middle of the football field everybody is tackling him is just way bigger than him and you know at this point in his life it's probably not that he's going to grow much more so uh, I'm not saying he could be bad and you know Russell Wilson and some of the shorter quarterbacks in the world Baker Mayfield etc cetera, etc cetera. Jalen Hurts isn't even that tall uh, I'm not saying they don't exist uh, it's just you know on paper six foot five Dewan Mathis with athleticism to me looks more appealing than Justin Lynch. Um, and Justin Lynch just like, um, yeah, the QB draw were the, you know, shotgun. He basically runs like a fullback sometimes, which is nice. I appreciate it. Uh, lowers his shoulder, lowers his head and is physical. Uh, the throws just still haven't to me, not totally been there. Um, and I think they said in his high school, they ran an offense, basically this offense, and he put up a shit ton of numbers. And obviously this offense this year has not put up any numbers. Um, it's a little depressing. The rushing numbers are, I mean, he was our leading rusher this week. And I mean, none of the running backs had over 20 yards. That just can't happen. So um, it's just not good. Just not good offense. It's just not good anything. Um, oh, and Jaden Blue announces that he was transferring. That had to be probably last week when I announced the episode. I forget if we like, we got to cover that last week. Um, I mean, last week we purposely didn't talk football anyway, but uh, Jaden Blue announced he's uh, transferring. And, uh, you know, 37 to 8. What fifth week in a row you got destroyed? Um, just yeah, I, I really don't know. I 
I know DiCarlo has mentioned on their podcast, um, basically this is the worst he could think of since pre-Golden Era, and I will happily admit during the pre-Golden Era, I did not watch Temple football much. Uh, mainly they were not on TV, and I was not going to games at the time. I was also about 12. Uh, when did you start? 06, so I was 14 pre-Golden Era. So, yeah, four, when I was 14, I really wasn't following Temple football quite closely um but yeah last i mean just to go through the last five losses 52 to 3 34 14 49 7 45 3 37 to 8 i really don't i don't know which one sounds yeah they all just it's been tough it's been tough i actually had buddies texting me why am i forcing myself to go to these games and put myself through this misery and um saturday was a i I mean at this point i can't not go like i I feel like i'll be like the last game navy i i gotta go i gotta go and just ride it out one more game uh if you were there on saturday it seemed like most of the people were there uh knowing that they might get the chance to boo rod carry and uh, they did not shy away from that which you knew Houston's on they were on an eight game winning streak going into that game so probably we're going to win pretty easily and they did um so we did we booed uh I went with a longtime friend uh Pete and his son who I've brought to a game every year who his son is now 12 or something 13 and uh so we got cheesesteaks after the game so we left in the kind of the end of the third quarter it was funny uh, we punt or no, we forced a punt, I think. Yeah, we forced a punt in the second half. And I said, literally turned to my friend Pete and said, should we watch Temple go three and out and then we'll leave. And I think within 37 seconds, the game clock, we went three and out and we left. So uh, that was my Saturday to start. It was cold. It was windy and we lost football team in a nutshell this year just can't get out of its own way and everything is pretty dark and gloomy uh before i shift to basketball i will touch on this topic briefly uh i do not know all of the information i don't want to say anything just ill will towards you know either of the parties it seems like um but if you were following on twitter today iverson clement released a long tweet uh i will tweet it out one of his notes you know the notes app with a long story of how he got kicked off the team essentially uh claiming that he had an incident with the uh strength and conditioning coach he got suspended or put on probation whatever you want to call it uh had to do a b and c to get put back on the team he did those things uh showed that he was willing to you know i don't know if if it was considered a mistake or whatever, you know, learn from his mistake, do whatever he needed to do. Uh, Rod Carey did not let him back on the team. Uh, So my thing is, why did, you know, why did all of it happen? And what really did happen? We'll never know, probably. I mean, I'm not saying Iverson Clement is lying. I don't know if we'll ever get Rod's side of the story. I doubt he'll really comment on it if I had to guess um and my thought process is why did Clement release this now uh 
I, if I could do it without getting anybody in trouble, I would love to have them on, but probably not going to be the case. Um, so, yeah, let's just add that to the nutshell that is Temple football this season. Uh, it seemed like a lot of other players were chiming in that also have left in the transfer portal. Uh, that's obviously going to side with Clement and say why they left and saying what they thought happened. So, uh, like I said, I, I can't not mention it because if you were on social media today and a Temple football fan, you saw that one way or another. Um, I just don't know enough of the facts to really give uh, – give more input or I just don't want to say something that is, you know, false, put out any information that has or hasn't been, you know, confirmed. Uh, it is going to be interesting to see if the new president or athletic director is monitoring that situation, but I don't know. Anyway, the rest of Saturday went really well, got some cheesesteaks, uh, basically got dropped off at Temple's campus was at Maxie's by like 3.30, watched some college football on the TV at Maxie's, went to Pub Web for a couple, and then we had USC Temple basketball. Uh, basketball game was great. The Leacour Center was rocking. Uh, I thought the team looked good. I mean, I don't want any moral victories, like stuff like that, but they looked good. They first half had moments where they struggled, go down, I think it was 18 or 19 at half. They came roaring back. Uh, Caliph Battle really, really had a great game. Hicks, again, proved he could, as a freshman, play, you know, meaningful minutes. Uh, Nick Jordan, you know, against a Pac-12 team with some good big men, uh, also showed he can, you know, be be a player. Like, he, he didn't shy away from the competition, uh, had two blocks, three steals, um, nine rebounds. I mean, if you can get nine rebounds out of Nick Jordan against a Power Five conference school with, you know, real functioning big men, uh, that's that's great. That's great out of him. Uh, Ty Strickland had another strong performance showing uh, Sam Cohn was accurate in his assessment of him being the, you know, go-to backup uh, guard. Uh, Jeremiah Williams was probably – I think he was my one buddy told me during mid game. He's like, does Williams have the yips? He's missing shots. He was over three at the line. I think it was. So, I mean, for him to go for three at the line, at least go one for three. Um, Dunn played all right. Dunn didn't have the greatest game, but he was there. Uh, Tolbert still needs to show a little bit more. Four points isn't cutting it. Uh, Forrester. I didn't think Forrester played bad. I was happy. You know, at no point in the game did I think Forrester was losing us the game. Um, Akpomo sees the court. The, I mean, he's a big body, so I wasn't surprised we got to see him. Uh, but, no, the second half, Caliph battle. I mean, we came roaring back in that second half, and it was uh, exciting. And the Leacor Center was an exciting game to be at. Uh, that's what we want. That's what we, we want Temple basketball to be back at that type of atmosphere all the time. Uh, so it was, it was nice to see it. Uh, despite the loss after the game, I, I think everybody's obviously not going to want to lose every game, but you you had that feeling like, hey, Temple basketball's getting to be – we can almost say we're back. You know, we you can feel the atmosphere. You can feel the players are meshing. We, we saw some glimpses of good defense. We saw some glimpses of really good offense. Uh, you know, Caliph Battle obviously uh, 
helping, uh, being the scoring guy down the line. I mean, he he missed a couple of foul shots in the final. I think it was two minutes. If he makes one or two of those, uh, it could be a different ball game. I mean, we only lost by five. One at one point, it was like a one possession game in the final two minutes. Uh, so we hung with USC, who's a really good team. They have some really good players at uh, Mobley Brother. Uh, they have the one guy Goodwin, who was uh, I believe at Memphis, and now there, and he had 19 points. So they have some good players. Um. So going forward, basketball, we are excited for you. We have the Charleston class, Charleston Classic, uh, this upcoming week. So I'm recording this on a Wednesday, release it Thursday morning. Uh, we will play Clemson at 4:30 on ESPN two, I believe. Uh, can't say I know a whole lot about Clemson basketball at the moment. Uh, I'm sure they have some good players. So we're gonna have to come and play. It'll be a, uh, a good weekend, uh, hopefully, for the basketball team. I think they can play three games in this tournament, at least. Um, it, you know, winners or losers bracket. I'll have to double check on that. But uh, so we'll get some good, good basketball to watch this weekend and a couple more games to really see how the rotations uh, shape up. The, uh, you know, who, who keeps showing – improvements if hicks keeps this up if caliph battle keeps it up uh uh jeremiah williams wasn't a boot yesterday so we'll see if he can go tomorrow i saw uh sam Cohn tweeted out uh possibly is this a way for hasir miller to get some playing time if williams does not play uh no confirmation on that aaron mckee hasn't said like that is the case but you know speculation if you're losing a guard you maybe go that route um so I'm excited. Uh, seriously, Temple basketball seems exciting again. We have players to be excited for. Uh, hopefully that, you know, as we've seen in football, the fan uh, attendance can go downhill real quick, especially, you know, I think this last weekend was their lowest attended game in like 10 years. I think it was under 19,000 for football. So same thing with basketball. Lee Accor Center had a good turnout on Saturday. Keep, keep the wins coming and you can keep getting a good turnout. And it wasn't, it's, it definitely wasn't the best turnout on Saturday uh, for the basketball game, but it, you could feel the atmosphere. You could feel it, it, it could have been a little bit better, but I'm not complaining. Like going into that game, I felt it could have been uh, exactly how it was, you know, the, a solid crowd with uh, people who want, you know, cheering people are up, you know, chanting, talking, stuff like that. So, um, we'll see how this week goes. I do have, like I said, I have a couple guests that I do want to have come on. I've been in contact with a couple, um, I have a football guest and I can't decide if I want to do them next week because, you know, like I just said, the Charleston classic, do I want to recap that? Uh, I'm not a big fan of like splitting an episode, like with an interview with a football guy. And then like me just talking solo after like in two parts. Uh, I really don't want to do two episodes in a week just because I feel like you guys, you know, you might listen to one and then just wait a week to listen to the next one and yada, yada. Um, but that's all I got. I mean, like I said, my solo show, just discussing my Saturday of going to two Temple sporting events in the span of seven hours and they lost both, but such is life. Uh, hopefully next week, by next week, we'll get a little more light shed on the like I said, the Iverson Clement situation and whatever that is. Uh, 
Uh, I, I wouldn't expect Carrie to really comment on it. He might just he might just next question it if I had to guess. But we shall see. Um, other than that, guys, uh, I guess as always, I'll be back. Thank you.